there's an interesting and really kind of challenging part of the healing process that can really keep people from feeling like they're progressing or even potentially give up on the process. So today I want to share some of my thoughts around this and give you some maybe things to think about or some insight to help you hold on to the reality of the work that you're doing and the progress that you're making. Welcome to the Courageous Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Oliveira, former trauma therapist and survivor of childhood trauma. I am so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage, get settled in, and let's take this journey together. There's been a couple conversations that I've had relatively recently that kind of tie into this. But in particular, there was somebody that responded to one of my videos and shared that the video helped them understand kind of what maybe the traumatic experience was that created something for them. And then said, now what do I do? Now that I've identified this, what do I do? And I can't really tell them what to do specifically, but even trying to talk about it more generally is really challenging. So I shared some of the very specific steps that need to happen. And I also acknowledged that in what I had shared that it might sound kind of like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, maybe even feeling a little overwhelming. And that's the biggest thing that I really want to focus on today. When you haven't yet experienced from a grounded place some of the things that you end up experiencing through this healing journey, it's not tangible yet. It kind of doesn't feel real. Maybe even it doesn't feel possible. And because it isn't yet tangible, it's not something that you can really identify with or know what it is, know what it feels like. It can often end up feeling impossible to achieve, to experience, sometimes maybe even to hope for. But the interesting thing, and I guess this is probably true in a lot of areas, but because this is what I do and this is what I talk about and I've been doing it for so long, this is where I tend to see it and witness it with the people that I'm having conversations with. So like if we're talking about healing and and I talk about how pushing through vulnerability to allow opportunity for connection, that there's so much healing in that, even in the pushing through the vulnerability. Well, if part of the way that you've protected yourself automatically is by not ever being vulnerable or not being vulnerable in particular ways, when you hold yourself back from being being vulnerable, it reinforces that that's how you stay safe. So if I'm talking about, or your therapist is talking about, pushing through that vulnerability to create connection so that you can experience healing, it just doesn't make any sense. It feels too bad. How can I ever heal when I'm feeling all of this? This doesn't feel good. <laughs> so how is this healing? So it, it's, it's perfectly reasonable that it doesn't make sense. And because it's an automatic response and everything in your body is telling you that it's not safe, you're, not, you're much less likely to do it, right? And then when you do it, you're still going to feel a lot of discomfort, maybe some fear, maybe even some shame. 
So how can that possibly be healing is what we tend to think. And it's reasonable that that's what we think because it sure doesn't feel good, especially if it leaves us feeling some sense of shame, which vulnerability often does. And there's a number of reasons for that. And then what happens is when that fear is there or that vulnerability, that shame, that doubt, you tend to pull back, which reinforces that that's how you stay safe. But one of the things that I share, certainly in my work with people, is that those are the times when it can be most important to connect with somebody, to reach out to somebody, to not isolate. But again, it doesn't feel good. So it seems like how can that possibly be good? How can that be the thing that's good for me right now when it feels so bad? But you can't experience why it's good for you or really even understand at a deeper level, like internalize that until you've been able to do it. So I don't remember exactly what the conversation was. This was a little while ago, but I was having a conversation with somebody and it was a client and we were talking about, we've been working together for a little while and I don't remember if it was about connection. I don't remember specifically if it was about safety. I don't remember exactly what the conversation was. But I remember her saying, and we talked about it at the time, how that happens, about how throughout the time that we've been working together, that while I kept you know, repeating this idea over and over again, that it just didn't make sense to her. She wasn't able to kind of wrap her mind around it. And those are my words, not hers. But kind of that idea that just, I would say these things, and this is true for a lot of clients, certainly she's not the only one who has said this, but like I hear you say it, but I don't really understand it. I don't really know what it means. I don't know how it's supposed to feel. I don't know how it really is helpful. All of those types of things can happen. But eventually, when you practice, you get to a place in which things kind of start to slide into place, so to speak. Things start to make a little bit more sense because you're able to then experience all all of what that has led you to. So for example, and it might have been around this issue, but like for, well, I'll just use this example. In terms of allowing ourselves to be vulnerable to create connection, and this is something that that I get to witness. It's it's and it's amazing to witness inside of my groups. And I'm using this as an example because it's several people, and the shifts that begin to happen are in a relatively short period of time, and it's just quite amazing and beautiful to witness. But when you're first starting out, like I said, the vulnerability doesn't feel good. So how could it possibly be a good thing, especially if you feel embarrassed or ashamed after sharing or connecting in some way. But as you do that, even if you don't feel a lot of deep connection, feel safe or any of that, as you continue to practice it, you get to have experiences that show you that it's okay. And so when I talk about 
vulnerability being a good thing because it allows you to create connection. And the connection is a good thing, even when it feels terrifying, because connection is in part how you recognize that you're not alone, that you matter, that you are a part of something. And all of those are so important for healing. But until you've been able to experience that and register that you're experiencing that, it's as if it doesn't exist. Because all you're noticing, all you're aware of is how uncomfortable it feels. And this is part of the reason why it's practice. (laughs) Because for the first however many times that you try, there might be so much unease, so much discomfort, and even shame afterward that it feels absolutely impossible that that could ever be remotely positive. And again, right, that makes complete sense. How could it be? It's almost like if you think about, and even if you haven't experienced it yourself, I think most of us have probably heard about it. Like if you think about physical therapy, and I, for a lot of people, when you go to physical therapy, and I know this is true, I had a frozen, frozen shoulder several years ago. When you go to physical therapy, at least for a lot of people, and certainly the case for me, there is absolutely nothing about it that seemed like it was going to be beneficial. It hurt like hell, like to the brink of tears. And I don't know if you've ever had a frozen shoulder, but it is incredibly painful, as are a lot of things that people tend to go to physical therapy for. But when you're doing it, it really doesn't seem like, how could this ever be good? Your body is certainly responding as well, right? Your body gets tense even before you go. You might already be feeling some anxiety. You might be feeling some stiffness, some tension, because your body is preparing. Because your body believes that it's preparing for something incredibly painful, and that's it. It doesn't have the awareness that doing this thing that might be kind of painful is ultimately going to lead to healing, to more flexibility, feeling better, whatever it is. And if you give up, you will continue to believe that, right? You'll continue to believe that exploring range of motion or getting those trigger points done or whatever it is, that that is bad that it serves no purpose other than to create pain. And the pain in terms of this healing process, it actually can be physical at times, but the pain can be just tremendous discomfort. It can be the feeling of shame that comes up when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. If we share things that maybe we've never shared before, if we feel embarrassed, worrying about being judged, That's how that pain, that intense pain can show up, even if that pain isn't physical pain, but maybe it's anxiety or fear or a lot of self-doubt, maybe even a lot of really pretty negative or nasty things that you're saying to yourself about it, about you. But eventually, using physical therapy, go back to that example, eventually it begins to feel better, generally speaking. Right. But you would never get to experience that if you didn't allow yourself to feel 
the discomfort and the pain and push yourself through that with support. And maybe this is a good example too to kind of throw in here, right? You wouldn't do that with just anybody. You would want to do that with somebody who has training and education and ongoing training as a physical therapist. And when you do that with a qualified person, if you stick with it, it gets you to the place where maybe that pain is completely gone. Or maybe there's just a lot less pain. Maybe even you continue to do the exercises at home on your own and continue to get better beyond that. And the same is true for therapy. When you're done with therapy, you will continue to heal because you'll continue to practice the things. But if you don't allow yourself that opportunity, you don't get to experience it. And so when you're thinking about different things about like what maybe something is supposed to be like, or what you should be feeling or experiencing, until you've been able to experience it, you can't possibly know what the benefit is going to be. You can't possibly know the lightness and the feeling of being connected to another person in a way that feels pretty safe. If you've never allowed yourself to experience that, there's no way that you can have a sense of what that could actually feel like, which would make the difficulty getting there much more worth it, so to speak. It would seem like it makes more sense. Maybe you would be more inclined to push yourself a little bit more or be a little more gentle with yourself in the process. So know that though you aren't able to really get a grasp of what something might look or feel like on the, actually it doesn't even have to be on the other side, just along the journey. That is normal to not be able to grasp that. There's nothing wrong with you. And that's part of the reason why being able to acknowledge the moments along the way is important. If you've followed me for probably much time at all, I will often talk about, especially if you follow me on social media or done any of my groups or anything like that, I will often share things about reflecting on a moment because each moment gives you a glimpse into that possibility. Even if it doesn't fully register as a moment of kind of progress, so to speak, each time your body gets to feel something a little bit different, that is a moment that you build upon to get you to the place where you can actually recognize, oh, maybe this is what she was talking about. Or maybe this is what connection feels like. Or maybe this is what peace or ease or freedom, maybe that's what it feels like. Even if it feels a little scary, because it often will, because you're not used to it, it's hard to trust in it, and oftentimes it doesn't feel safe. Because it is kind of a new experience. And new experiences, particularly for trauma survivors, often feel really uncomfortable. 
uneasy, like there's this unsettled feeling in our body. And because of that, there's often a lot of thoughts that go along with that telling us that that's not a good idea. And that's part of the reason why this process is so challenging, because we're kind of constantly fighting against that self-protection. And oftentimes, we're not even aware that we're fighting against it. And again, this is part of the reason why I really do believe that it's important to be able to work with somebody. Well, first of all, to work with somebody. And second of all, to work with somebody that really has a really grounded and deep understanding of the reality of this process. Because it's not easy. It is incredibly complex. It's multi-layered. And you hear me say that all the time. Because it is so important, I think, for people to understand. Because you put way too much expectation on yourself, first and foremost. And you also put way too much expectation on the journey itself. Believing that if you just work hard enough, if you're dedicated enough, if you were just strong enough, then you'd be able to do it easily, quickly, without so much struggle. And then that leads you to believing that it's not possible, which can lead you to believing or actually kind of giving up on your journey. But none of that is true. So take a moment and let yourself think about different things that maybe you've heard, and you could have heard it anywhere, um, but maybe particularly in a therapeutic type of setting, or maybe even watching some of my videos. Have there been things that you thought, well, that would really be nice, but I would never feel that, or I've tried that and it hasn't worked, or anything like that? What are some of the things that stand out to you? What has been really hard for you to be able to kind of believe or trust could happen along the healing journey that you just won't, you can't really, and it's not that you won't, it's not a conscious choice, but that you just have a lot of difficulty being able to kind of wrap your mind around, seeing it as truly possible for you. Whatever that is, or whatever those things are, it's just because you haven't yet been able to experience it, to feel it for yourself. But it will come as long as you don't give up. It will come and you will begin to recognize, to feel the truth of what is possible for your life. It's incremental. It's moment by moment, and sometimes those moments seem so small that they don't even register. But it doesn't mean that they don't exist. Thank you so much for spending this time and sharing this space with me. Together, we heal. Make sure to subscribe, and if you haven't yet, make sure to leave a review. I'll look forward to connecting with you next time.